Hello and welcome to Star Seed Sanctuary. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Olga Stout. So, Olga, what are we talking about today? <gasps> okay, are we talking about curses? We're talking about curses. Curses! <laughs> not the swearing kind of okay, curses. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's wanted not to gonna, say that. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be 20 minutes of swearing and no, cussing. No, no, it's not at all. So, share your experiences of curses. Okay, so I start from the fact I don't believe in them. Yeah. And I never believed in them. And I didn't expect that they are real until I had a session with a client. And I just took her hands just to see uh, what's going on with her energy field and kind of a general, you know, kind of GP visit. <laughs> yeah, that maintenance. I, I would be a GP, yeah, maintenance. And the person, my client is a spiritual teacher herself. So she obviously deals with lots of people. She's not newbie to all of this stuff. And then I'm taking her hands and then there is this very strange image. It's It was quite funny in a sense. It looked very ugly and scary, but I wasn't scared. I was very confused. I was like, oh, what are you? Because for me, normally, if I see something like that, it would be assigned to, what are they called? Um, shapeshifters or other alien beings attached to the person. And sometimes they work with them. Uh, they may look scary, but they're not actually scary. So for me, straight away, always questions like, who are you? What are you up to? La, la, la. And all I get, curse. And I was like, yeah, ha, 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 in, in my brain, of course. And again, curse. So when I have this um, strong knowing, I can't ignore it. And uh, the next thing I thought, oh, okay, so what do I do about it? And um, I've been shown the person who put a curse on my client. Uh, bizarrely enough, and possibly this is why I had a session with her as well, I gave the other person reading, reading some time ago. Um, so I wonder if the universe was kind of working in a miraculous way, bringing yeah. this client to me, because I would know exactly where the curse came from. Yeah. And um, the interesting pattern about this one was it wasn't entirely human-made. It was So the person I gave reading to some time ago, uh, she works with um, what I'd call alien beings, which are not allowed to reincarnate in human form on our Earth. And the person I believe, the one that works with those aliens, I believe is a starseed herself. There is a bit of confusion going on in a sense. I feel the aliens overtook her energy pattern and using for their benefit which I did say during reading as well, by the way. So it was never hidden from her. Like if something mm. like this comes up in my reading, I will mention, but I never had it again. Like that was really one off kind of case. Um, and then what I normally do, like if I come up with something new, I just genuinely ask for help. I'm like, okay, who's dealing with that? You know, obviously not me in my human self form. And I went straight away to angelic realms and they're like, no, not us. <laughs> Then um, I ask, okay, who is from our cosmic community? And this is where I have to be really careful with our listeners because I know how many are obsessed with Ashtar Command. Talk about that. Describe that to me because... Right. So Ashtar Command has been mentioned some time ago uh, through a person who was channeling and quite a well-known person. I'm really bad with names. It's a miracle I remember Ashtar Command, to be honest. <laughs> And they are supposedly the group of beings who are like our cosmic warriors who kind of uh, move intergalactically and supervise there is peace and uh, everything is lovely, lovely in the universe. They are questioned 
because many beings came through other people channeling their, their Ashta command and not always their motives were positive. Right. And also um, they've been channeling, supposedly the Ashta command were the ones channeling through people saying that we'll have uh, some sort of um, uh, nuclear disturbances. Right. And then they predicted something and then it didn't happen. And then the believers in Ashta command started to blame them that their prediction was wrong. And then uh, those who channeled Ashta command were saying, no, no, we channeled, but we dealt with it. So it's all kind of very confusing. Many spiritual publications will not write about them, by the way. Like because of that kind of confusion. Uh, because of the confusion. Yeah. Um, it's also not just Ashta command. A lot of channeled information right now is scrutinized and not published. Really? Yes, like um, publishers and uh, spiritual publications, uh, most of them, um, try to stay clear um, and away from them. And when I say spiritual publication, I'm not even talking about, um, well, the big publications, obviously, as well. But we have publications who, let's say, welcome everyone, right? Mm. As long as it's talking about star seeds, as long as it's talking about alien or UFO or cosmic stuff, we are welcome here, everyone. Even they are very careful right now about channeling information and um, Ashtar Command, including. Right. However, what happens for me, me personally, and I'm saying like, you guys can do whatever you want. That's what I do. For me, Ashta Command is like a sound, um, like a, a sound portal. It's like I'm calling 999. Mm. So I have a problem. It's an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a life and death emergency because if I don't remove this thing, then the person is not going to be continuing on her spiritual journey. Her spiritual journey was blocked full stop. And that's very, very um, soul-destroying experience on a level that maybe not even perceived in human life, but, you know, later in stage. So I'm calling 999. So for me, that's Ashtakaman. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I have an emergency situation. Who can deal with it? <laughs> and then in my mind, I perceive some random beings appeared and basically removed those aliens. And oh, Sorry, they didn't remove aliens. They appeared randomly and they removed that uh, curse. Right. So they removed the curse. It was very straightforward, very quick, quite instantaneous. I did talk my clients through because I thought that was quite huge. Uh, especially given I don't believe into that. And I did mm -hmm. say the person, I don't believe in that. And this is what's happening. And I feel like you have to know. Um, she was upset. However, she was equally relieved because she did say to me instantly once it was done, she felt so much light and different. Really? Yes. So, so she felt a physical change. Yeah, yeah, straight away. Before I even explained to her, she was like, <gasps> you know. And then what was interesting, once this um, curse was removed, then it's like almost, well, not almost re re for like in real state, I guess, she accumulated so much negativity. It's almost like she was observing everything negative coming here. Well, of course, she works with other people, right? She's mm -hmm. psychic herself. But there wasn't outcome. And then all of this suddenly went through me like, like I'm a hoover. Yes, so it kind of I went like absorbed it from her, and then through me it was absorbed into the earth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you were like um, trans trans um, whatever yeah. unit transportational unit, I guess. And 
she was amazing after this. Like she was so high, happy, feeling like, you know, really amazing. And then me, suddenly I'm about to faint and I didn't know what to do. All I could think of, okay, lie down. And I don't do theatrics, I keep repeating myself here, but I it did say to her, look, I'm so sorry, I have to lie down. If I don't do, I faint. And I kind of collapsed on the floor. I couldn't move or anything for a few seconds. And all I, all I felt that the earth would absorb everything from me into itself. And I can't say I felt instantly super happy and like bunny-like, you know, hopping up and down, but I did feel much better. And after about 10 minutes, I was fully recovered and it was okay and we could continue our work. But it was quite like, whoa. It's draining, yeah, because you've, you've just taken on all of that negativity, even though you've not attached to it. Yes. It's been, you, you've, your body's been no, used. No, my body totally used, been used, yes. Yeah. And um, I know because my physical state was affected, but I equally enjoyed the part where I wasn't scared. I was like, yeah, let's just get on with it. And, you know, I could almost separate myself from my human self. like... Ah, how cool you know look what's happening <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> that's really i understand that though that's really cool oh and then yes that's sorry guys i may say like i may sound like i've said it before but you would be like but you didn't say it to us before it's because i spoke about it just to you already so <laughs> i'm like yeah i said it um so what happened after because uh two days later my uh, thoughts were drawn to that event because when I've done the healing session and clearance session, I'd like to call it that way, I guess, I got on with my other psychic work, then I had my other work, I kind of get on, got on with my life, basically. And two days later, my attention uh, was drawn back to the person who put the curse on uh, my client. And I was like, okay, this is not on because obviously those aliens she works with are on my nerves, like... They annoyed me. Yeah. Because I always felt they used her to experiment on humans. I mean, it's not really bad, but I felt like they were giving her information how to heal others, not because they knew, but because they wanted to experiment and see if that would work. Yeah. Yes. Because their, their planetary energy is I wouldn't say similar, but there is something of similarity or perhaps maybe they wanted to get our herbs for their um, beings. Mm. So they were looking for new medicine, Yeah, put it plainly. Yeah, and they were trying. Yeah, yeah and I felt like they used us like lab rats, basically. Yeah. Which, you know, this is a bit of a trouble. Like when you work with uh, spirit guides, it's very difficult to know if they're true or not. Do you understand? They're, they're more aware of the bigger picture. Mm. And it's very easy for them to manipulate us into believing this is how it is. Mm. For their own benefit. Yes, exactly. Mm. And, and they don't see what they're doing is wrong. No, because if you believe you're helping others, like yeah. let's say if I'd be in that situation and I've got these beings who would tell me this helps someone and let's say most of the remedies would help. You know, I'd feel nice about myself. I would mm. not doubt them. It, mm. it is a tricky situation, so I wouldn't want to blame the person um, for believing them. In any case, I was like, hold on a second. They are not allowed to be here. Why are they here? Why is this happening? And now it's gone too far, basically. So I asked my 999. <laughs> I said they have to be removed. So we removed the aliens that are working with her. And we also put, um, I personally put a bubble on a person 
And uh, my intention is the, for the person not to have any spiritual abilities until she realizes what she has done because it was done with a purpose. Like it's not that the alien being she works with put the curse on my client. It yeah. was her as a team working with them. So she's fully aware. So I put her in a bubble uh, with the aim that she doesn't get back to her spiritual abilities until she realizes what she has done acknowledges um, basically her wrongdoings. Right. Don't mess with Olga's clients. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's good work. That is good work. So did you did you find out how she got the curse through that? How did she get the curse, curse through that other client that you... She'd given a reading to that same person that you had given a reading um, to? No, they. Uh, I think they were working together for some time. I don't know uh, technicalities because I didn't want to ask much, to be honest. Mm. Because in oh yeah, this is another thing. Like um, when we finished session, I asked my client not to speak about her, because what happens when you speak about someone, you bring them back into your energy field, mm -hmm. and I've just cleared you out of your energy. So I was like, no, you have to stay away. Like try not to think and think of something else. Yeah, and. Um, it's a bit sidetracked, but interestingly enough, someone else we know, uh, my client got in touch with and said, oh my God, Olga removed the curse. And the person said, um, "She's, I think she's. they're working together now, she said, I knew you had a curse. Oh, really? But I couldn't remove it. No way. That's, so she said, that's validation. And because she couldn't remove it, she said she didn't tell her anything. Because the best way, and I think this is great for our listeners, the best way to deal with care is not to give much attention to it. Mm -hmm. And eventually, if you persevere with your journey, you should be able to um, not quite dissolve it, but at least it's not going to have such a grip on you. Mm. Yeah, and I was like, what? <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's no, validation. So don't panic if you feel your energy field is unclear or you feel you um, have a curse, which I doubt. It's really unusual. I mean, I've I've been working in spiritual work 10 years. This is the first time I've witnessed something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so it is really unusual. And if you do believe you have it, just don't give it attention. Mm. So it's not so bad. Awesome. That's a good topic. I think that's really, I found that fascinating. I hope uh, everyone else did too. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, let's leave it there, shall we? Yes, of course. Thank Good you podcast. so much. Thanks, Thank everyone. You. Bye. Bye.